listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. What did the Asian say? A peace of mind. That's what the Asian said. I needed divine intervention was his religion, and I was surprised. Him believing in Buddha, me believing in God. Asked him, what are you doing? He said, taking my time. Meditation is a must. It don't hurt if you try. So you're thinking too much. Plus, you're full of yourself. Worried about your career. You ever think of your health? Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. That might be the best intro as a rap uh since maybe um the Wow. Last one like, I did. Hey yo. I, I was gonna uh <laughs> say maybe Rogan Reagan Gomez did yo yo. Uh yeah. <laughs> but um my man, your man, everybody's man's uh it's my man chris lambert what's going on dog oh hey um thanks for having me guys it's it's been a while and you gave me the hardest uh cadence to do well you know the thing is you don't have to rap it i just mm-hmm. like that you attacked it you know I like tried. so um, aggressively yeah i often uh flub it up myself but i just you know it's all about the effort you know yeah and you went I, there I, before uh shows i like to and i'm when i'm driving to a show i like to listen to i have a playlist of rap songs that i listen to and uh kendrick uh the heart part one where he raps over umi says is on that list and i just realized how like damn that guy doesn't even he doesn't even breathe yeah man that's the thing about kendrick breath control is amazing yeah yeah like like he you know some people are just meant to do what they're on the earth doing right yeah he's one of those people like uh not everybody can do that shit <laughs> like yeah, it's, yeah it's like black thought to me is one of the i think he's the best that ever did it but this is like kendrick is like right up there as far as like just being technically gifted mm-hmm. and just like the emotion and just like that i can relate so much to that song like where he talks about like you know he wants when he's at the he's at some hip-hop festival and uh he says like j cole running late you know can i take his place you know like you could hear like the 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 desire to want to be in the spotlight but you're not yet and it's just like a lot of that shit is kind of prophetic when you listen to his old shit and like now he's like he's the king you guys well what's funny to me is um like black thought to me occupies a different lane where Mm -hmm. i feel like black thought is an instrument yeah you know because like I was listening i was just thinking about you know i was just to the roots the other day and you know we're so many albums deep at this point and i realized i don't know shit about black thought as a person like i don't know anything about his personal life it just don't come out on the album like he don't talk about that shit Mm -hmm. but he is what i like to call a rapping ass nigga yeah oh yeah uh because i mean you know the raps be so ridiculous even his freestyles are ridiculous is you cannot be begrudge the skill but like i said i don't feel like i personally know much about him i i agree the only time the best thing i read or heard from him was on a podcast when he was on the champs maybe a year or two ago and i was just like oh my god like this is uh you know the, he's got he's got there's depth there but it's just like he just doesn't choose to talk about it. and i guess you get some of the you get you hear some of it in 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 the in some of the songs but but yeah on the chance on the chance interview i felt like i was getting a life story i had never heard through the music me too yeah you know That's the definitive black thought interview until he's a fucking up. he's a goddamn professional yeah you know what I'm he's just like i showed up i wrecked this motherfucking mic and i'm going back home guys good congratulations and he's just so 
uh professional i feel like kendrick shit is like while it's very cerebral it's so personal yeah, yeah. so like nobody else could make what he's making and because because you'd have to basically live his life but then also the way he articulates it and the way that just the skill level of some of the shit where you're just like especially when you try to rap along with him you're just like oh so you just have a third long okay i see yeah. that <laughs> right yeah he's it's just like it seems like he's not afraid to be who he is and i guess the first the first song that really uh i got into that made that brought me in was uh cut you off mm-hmm. and uh like he's just talking about family stuff and i was like damn i'm going through that same thing and a similar thing and you know, I just, I was just along with him. You know, I, he was, you know, he was one of those rappers. I would say, I would say, uh, Elzai, Kendrick and Sky Zoo were like, like three rap, three MCs that were like really pivotal to me in my like comedy career. Just like when I first started comedy, like those were the guys that like I listened to a lot. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, they, they just, they just inspire me and they continue to do that but then when i was listening to uh kendrick on the on the way to the sh- show last night i was like oh yeah I, kn- I knew what that felt like and i'm past a certain level to where you know you used to be on the outside and i'm still on the outside in a lot of ways but i'm in a little deeper than i used to be and that that's that's like a mark of progress and it's just like damn i'm doing a ted talk already it's mm-hmm. ain't even the intro and uh, <laughs> you know, it's just like it, it, it like it, it, hip hop just means so much to me, man. And it it just it's it's so it's so powerful, and and uh, it's something that it, it helps me a lot. Like it gets me through a lot, man. For sure. Yeah, I feel you. I know. For me, I'm not gonna lie. I think Roderick got me into hip hop and rapping, like just that whole genre, because I grew up and uh you know the kids who listened to whatever was on the radio and you know the radio really didn't they, they really didn't was heavy in rap it was more of high five abc you yeah. know really really like that or the slow jams you know you didn't get anything in between my mom was like i don't know what the fuck they talk about i'm not listening to that shit so it wasn't until um i started dating roger that i started getting into it because i was the type of person to go well, what are they talking about because for a long time i never really listened to lyrics mm-hmm. um but once you start getting into rapping and you really start listening to lyrics you realize they're talking about a lot of deep and a lot of diverse shit if you really listen to it yeah yeah sometimes we be in the car i'll be playing something and i'll be like damn she know this you know like you know, I'll be listening to like Logic or something, and you know, I hear Karen doing the saying like, you know, I'm I want to make these music lovers remember again, yeah, that's like these damn. haters, and I'll be like, what? Oh, okay, then, well, shit, then. Yeah. But I try not to be patronizing and be like, oh shit, nigga. Like I just be like, okay. <laughs> and and just to say, like me. high five, I love those guys too. Like I, I think I all those like R and B, nineties R and B stuff, and I, I think I just I still love it. And right. uh, I just think, like, when you get to a certain age, it's just like, well, what are these guys talking about? I guess, like, in college, I was just like, oh, my God. You know, you think you're you're fake deep. And then you start listening to these, oh, uh, these MCs. Well, the thing is, and, um, and well, like, you know, I still enjoyed R&B and shit, too. And yeah. I still enjoyed the stuff on the radio. You know, like, I never felt like I sacrificed that. But yeah. Uh, cause I, cause I hate the cliche, the underground nigga, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, right, right, right. I can't talk to you about music because the second I bring up somebody that has more than like 
a hundred thousand sales on an album you start talking about why that's whack you know like yeah i never wanted to be that guy you know it's like oh yeah man i was listening to um so 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 oh well <laughs> i mean if that's what you want to listen to i mean right, if you're right. not you know hold on let me get out my backpack and pull my album collection out and you're just like okay yeah I, i'm i'm not i'm not here for any of this and i and, and also too i think that um particularly when it comes to uh rapping uh i like well people rap about all type of shit i like but i like really personal stuff and i think that's one thing that draws me to kendrick because it's just yeah. really personal it's really intimate it's a spotlight on his life it's a reflection of his life and a lot of people can relate to various different things that he's talking about and i think um for Kendrick, I do agree with Roderick that he is doing what he was placed here to do because yeah. it's like a lot of times when you listen to his music, I know me particularly, I love myself. I play that a lot. I play that a whole lot. Um, and it's one of those things where uh, just listening to it will actually make you feel better. It's, it motivates you. It's almost like he puts life into the track, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and you can actually feel it. And it's one of those things for me, I like listening to music like that. And I like my ratchet shit, booty shaking shit and all that too. But you know, sometimes people don't, a lot of people just dismiss rap as a form of art in general, but just like, uh, spiritual songs make people feel a certain way. Rapping can too. Yeah. I remember, um, when he, um, came out with, I, and the first reception to it was because you know everybody has to try to have a hot take right away was oh he sold out he finally i knew it man this bullshit man they kind of and i don't know if it was a more important song than i on that album uh made like for that for that year you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. maybe all right but like those two songs really came to to at least they spoke to me throughout a time of of turmoil for black people that has been going so hard uh where it does feel like people are trying to keep us from loving ourselves and it is a revolutionary act to have love for for yourself and your people um like he was it was like he's like a prophet almost like to even Mm -hmm have yeah. that level yeah. of like to call that shit because when it came out people were kind of like man the fuck out fuck is this happy-go-lucky bullshit not listening to the lyrics by the way but right and yeah. then when you when you let when it grows on you like oh shit i need this in my life no right. like i need uh no offense to you know people talking about lean and shit but i need this more than i need the lean shit right now right mm-hmm. and i think uh for me a, a, as when I go back and think of my life and think of times when I did love myself and, you know, thought I was not worthy of a lot of shit. And I think that's one thing, that's a connection kind of that I have, you know, listening to Kendra's music. I think for me, it just confirms and just reiterates things to kind of self-motivate yourself to let you know that, you know, you are worthy to be here. You know, you do yeah. need to love yourself, you know, and shit like that. It, it, the messages are deeper than just the surface, but a lot of people listen to music just on the surface and just don't dive deeper. Well, yeah. go ahead, Chris. No, I, I think you're, you're absolutely right. I think just, just because that song was featured on the intern movie with Anne Hathaway and Robert mm-hmm. De Niro doesn't mean that it doesn't have any worth by the way the uh one of my low-key funny things that I, I i really enjoy is white people picking the music for their trailers for movies and have no idea what the fucking song is about yep yeah. 
<laughs> it's like look a 75 year old white man becomes a tech guru and you're like yeah that's not what uh the cool by lupe fiasco was meant to, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. it's, it's like i don't know if little weapon was the right choice <laughs> what is do you really know what he's rapping about probably his best album lupe is not uh the cool yeah, yeah man yeah. after that he went cuckoo for cocoa puffs yeah, yeah. twitter ruins a lot of your favorite uh you know what i'm gonna go on a limb here and tell you uh, i heard it in the music like it wasn't even <laughs> it wasn't even twitter like i'm i'm one of those people that will actively ignore your problematic tweets and listen to your shit like i don't have any problem if your shit is high i have no problem listening oh, to same it. here same so here. like he wasn't he was like i wish it was just twitter because i would have been rocking i mean i would have been rocking his albums on the low without saying just like well i like it yeah. um but i tried to listen to that shit i was like yo he really crazy yep <laughs> that set was that album that set so in youth that where he, yes mural where he like raps for like a half hour like, <laughs> it's just like, like he's just so like he's so good and it's i he's he, he's he is he is a a very uh talented guy i like, knew he was about to go there when he had the line about obama yeah uh on uh lasers and i was like oh that's not good like you know what i'm saying like i'm like that just means he kind of lost place with the audience because yeah he's one of them niggas like it's like erica badu on twitter he's one of them people that he can't take that everyone disagrees with him and thinks he's wrong so he gotta tell you he's right 500 times like yeah so like that was it like i said he about to make his whole career fighting twitter twitter niggas that's gonna be everything he does i saw an article today that said he announced that he is the title of his last the last three albums he's doing before he retires yeah the first article i ever read with lupe fiasco was him saying he was only gonna make three albums yeah it was supposed to be loop end right <laughs> yeah he's been saying it for years he said it since he came out every time i hear lupe rap i feel like he's gonna get audited or something <laughs> like, just the- <laughs> stuff that he, he got, says like is he gonna be all right guys he, he gonna be in the middle of rapping and i was suddenly like oh did i i, I oh, i'm gonna stop this track i think the irs just walked in the room yeah, yeah just like come on dude just rap obama is a terrorist i'm like oh this nigga, oh, no. this nigga don't wanna he, he, i'm like he must only perform in front of white people now oh you know what? no way he can say that shit in a crowd full of niggas he that gonna, that agree he gonna rap obama is a terrorist and then you're gonna you're gonna hear he gonna go down you go like what happened he just quit, quit <laughs> did he get shot uh all right listen this is the blackout tips guys okay uh the blackout tips is a comedy podcast to do five days a week model of the show is nothing's wrong it's funny okay now you need to support our our guest chris lambert mm-hmm. go to his go to his website chris lambert.com he is funny check live. out his podcast the mundane festival podcast mm-hmm. go to his comedy shows yes please he's always working in new york uh city and other places uh if you get a chance to see him go see him he's very funny we've seen him live mm-hmm. uh and he's hilarious um as far as uh us blackouttips.com itunes stitcher the blackout tips the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 487 that bobby Schmurter has been locked up in jail with his bail not being lowered that's right uh also um to we have sponsors for today that's right not doing the show for free um this show is brought to you by bevel 
this episode is brought to you by Belva, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps chris do you have bevel yet man uh no okay. i am a, a a dollar shave club guy yeah and i got the and white the, the white devils razors the okay white, the white devil, but, <laughs> I, but but see hold, but i uh now are they officially in target now uh no but let me do you a favor though okay, okay. allow me your homie we known each other for quite some time at this point yeah yeah allow me to hook you up man you should go to getbevel.com today and use code free tbgwt and get your first month absolutely free free there's no obligation after that there's mm-hmm. no like you won't end up you know in a pyramid scheme they're not gonna run your credit information and then you know uh a month later like uh, a a new set of uh columbia house cds is gonna show up yeah. like it's just to hook your feel the luxury of your facial uh your facial uh situation increase i want to try it get the razors designed for the black man okay uh <laughs> and so yeah get bevel.com free tbgwt man you'll thank me later all right and then the other people that sponsored the show are of course um shadow doll productions and uh they we have an album out we have a couple albums out but we have an album out called sunspot sunspot and other ratchetness where we are uh playing characters in audio plays and it's funny and if you get it on itunes and uh amazon uh you leave a five-star review and let them know that you uh enjoy it so uh plenty of your favorites uh people that have been on the show as guests and stuff are on the show on the uh album with us so make sure you support that all right let's get into some stuff uh hey chris man what's the dating situation look like i always ask you well you know i i asked a woman out and uh that i had met like at a at a show and she's like a friend of a mutual friend and i was like i'm gonna ask this girl out asked her out got her number i said i'm gonna call you i don't text i'm gonna call you mm. oh shit like, to the old school I know. yeah you know and i did it nothing the couple a couple days later mm-hmm. sent her a text and i was like okay i'm out mm. then that following monday this past monday I, i'm i'm chilling you know i'm chilling watching tv and i get a text she's like hey what's going on i'm like oh it was good talk a little bit she's like oh i'm sorry i didn't get back to you and i was like okay i was like well when are you free and then she was like actually i just got out of a thing and i'm working 80 hours a week so i'm so never so never and i was like okay then well i will uh return the engagement ring that i bought for you (laughs) i'm gonna take it back to i'm getting this tattoo removed now i know that much yeah she was just like you just caught me at a bad weird time and i was like look if things aren't you know weird for you you got my number and if i'm still if i'm available we'll you know but you know so i i just throw myself into my career you know i'm gonna like a like a strong black woman who's (laughs) of age you know i'm just gonna throw myself into my career so are you just waiting for a light-skinned god-fearing nero to come out and uh save you with where while wearing no shirt yeah that that the the female equivalent of that that's what i'm (laughs) you know i just you know i because like i'm like prepping for a show right now 
that I have in upstate New York and uh like I'm headlining and I'm just throwing myself into that like the last like month or so I've just been getting up on shows and uh this weekend I'm I'm working with Craig Robinson at in uh at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey and I've just been I'm not getting paid. I'm just doing guest spots on the show and he was kind enough to let me come down and do some time and I've just been doing that and uh and just just getting ready so I'm just going to, you know, throw myself into into my work and maybe you, one day I'll I'll meet somebody. Have you thought about dating a dark-skinned woman that would like dog you out real bad first because that's really how you get the light-skinned uh god-fearing woman ah! in the in the Tyler Perry movie. I, I already all- had that, but that okay. was like that was like a, a couple of years ago. Mm, okay. And now I heard that she's married and has a kid. And I, mm. <laughs> like, she used to work in, in the, she used to work in the office that I worked at and she left. And there's one guy that didn't know that we dated. Uh, he was like, Oh, have you heard from blah, blah, blah? And I was like, No, I haven't heard from her in a real while. She's like, Oh, you know, she just had a kid and she's married. And I was mm. like, And you know, then well, does she, like, does she have HIV, HIV yet? N- not yet. Not yet. Ah, okay. Ah, See, that's what you gotta ah. wait on. Cause I, if going by the Tyler Perry formula of love, uh, once her whole family gets HIV, I think you're good to go to meet somebody new. So, okay. So I gotta wait. I have, cause like the moment that he said that, that's when the, the opening like keys from Carl Thomas's I wish, I, <laughs> like, you know, the, doom, 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 doom. I was like, okay. Dude. <laughs> that guy just fucked up he just like hit me like 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 a sniper hit <laughs> like it's just you know it just it just took me aback a little bit like it didn't ruin my day but it was just like ooh. what what is it about an ex moving on that 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 uh that affects people so bad i don't know she was just cold blood she was just cold like mm. she was just like uh one of my favorite d'angelo songs uh the root mm. on uh voodoo you know, he's like, don't work, man. What the fuck is it? Don't work the route that will not be reversed. And he just like, he just, she, she's just, sorry guys, I'm mm-hmm. just thinking, I'm, I'm workshopping here. But no, she, that song, like she just had a, she kind of had a hold on me and she was like, she was, she was hot, like a, a, a chocolate black woman. When and, you, uh, when you found out that she was doing you wrong, was it, uh, like, shit damn motherfucker? I hope not. Like, I just, it was, it was kind of like that, but I had to remove, my, <laughs> I had to remove myself from that situation. This had happened a little while ago, mm. and then re- we reconnected. It would just be like the start and stop thing, and, mm. and it was just like, you know, I didn't love myself. I wasn't loving myself, you guys. Yeah, you gotta value yourself, man. I feel like, um, men don't get that, uh, necessarily as far as, there's no like the idea of men being at all like emotional or fragile or anything kind of gets short shrift because we do get you know we do get like almost this uh not even almost we get this like unearned ability to love ourselves where the whole world just tells us like hey man you can be a fat piece of shit but you still deserve a dime piece like we do get we do get that but as far as like um you know the idea that that you might be like i'm gonna deal with this woman that is hurting me emotionally because uh i just don't feel like i'm worth more than that 
that, right. that's a very real feeling that that everybody can have and yep. i think that's why you get a lot of that uh misogyny on social media right. and in real life but right. you, you you it comes out in a certain way it was like damn you guys really hate women yeah, <laughs> you know because they you know you get and it's uh it's it's i i think that's a reason for a lot of uh stuff because men don't a lot of us don't know how to deal with that and so if you get hurt you just have to i don't know you get hurt you have to do something constructive with it and and try to you know funnel it into something else and until you just become cold my my biggest fear is just i don't want to become this cold callous guy that's not starting every status with females yeah no i don't want to be i'm not i'm not gonna be that i'm not gonna be that dude <laughs> these females i feel like these that's, bitches that's in the draft folder of just many many a nigga that lacks lotion uh karen you <laughs> seem like you've been wanting to say something you got to get in here what were you trying to say i don't know bro i was was uh when chris was talking you made me think that's why you have a lot of uh dudes that uh are hurt and they got hurt when they was 12 and nobody showed told them how to deal with that emotional pain and they just carried mm-hmm. that on to adulthood because one thing about it and i've always said this females might not be um i can say there's different types of females when it comes to emotions but one thing about females you will get emotions good bad or indifferent mm-hmm. dudes you aren't taught to tap into them emotions and express them in various different ways you're taught a lot of times to bottle that up and then when something does happen you have nobody to talk to because all men put on this front like they got it all together when the fuck they don't either they trying to struggle through it just like you yeah a lot of it is like you can show like anger right as an emotion anger is it yeah you're not really allowed that's why like because i always laugh when people are like women are so emotional i'm like okay so you haven't seen the domestic violence statistics because right. like i feel like beating somebody's ass is pretty emotional um right. jealously controlling them and their body and, and 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 trapping them and shit uh abuse that seems emotional but for some reason those are like acceptable forms of emotion uh for, for like in society but uh not the other way around right and it's one of those things where you know dudes are allowed to be happy um, but not too happy though. You might be a bitch. You're allowed to be. <laughs> you, can't, um, you can't dance on Instagram, fellas. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, right. man. They went on Shamar Moore last night because he yeah, was dancing. I just saw that. that the, Damn, they went the, in on that dude. Man. The, the dumbest shit ever. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, but you allowed to to show all the anger you want. You know, you're allowed to be jealous. You're allowed to be petty. You know, and you know, you better not cry unless somebody died. Yeah. um and it's one of those things where and it's funny though because particularly when it comes to anger men are allowed to express anger even to the point of someone's death but when women yeah. express anger it becomes a problem it becomes an issue like women are just that's one area that we're quote-unquote not supposed to tap in because it's it's not womanly it's not um a woman trait to be angry but it's just one and that's why a lot of women's anger is uh, is being um people dismiss it but it's one of those things where motherfucker i got the right to be angry too because anger is also an emotion also but for some reason men are allowed to only feel that and women quote unquote aren't allowed to feel that at all all right man let's uh talk about something else okay guys we have a bunch of stuff going on speaking of people being emotional and whatnot i had a a issue last week where uh i got an email from this dude Mm -hmm. that uh wanted to do some business with us you know (laughs) 
uh to which you know i'm i'm not against doing business i no. like i like business things yep we're professionals you know i'm a, I'm a professional um but uh it, it it went just it went wrong you know like it just went bad um so i get this email baby and I, i'll i'll try to read it and shout out to my girl film underscore esquire who uh olivia yeah olivia who um storified this uh so he writes me we also have a store on our site like it's a bunch of other stuff but they have a they basically the gist of this email is they have a store on their site they would like to basically uh put put our podcast on their website Mm -hmm. and then sell access to our backlog of podcasts which we already do and he's like there's no fees to this and you you can get affiliates and fans and advertising and shit and i was like we kind of already do all that stuff and honestly i don't want a middleman between my money you know these are these are the thoughts i have in my head i'm just like i would rather do it myself and know like what like how can i know if a hundred people bought our back episodes on his website or 50 i gotta trust him i don't know this dude you know what i mean so it's like i'd rather just do it myself um and so i responded to him um we appreciate you considering us but we already do something similar with our podcast as is thanks and good luck on your endeavors now i just want i'll ask both of you guys uh my response too much to was it uh was it bad was it good i read it uh was it like earlier this this past week i Mm -hmm. was like you're just professional he's like ah it's not the thing we all kind of do that already and and then he just got he lost okay. his mind. karen was it professional you think my response oh yeah oh yeah I've, okay. I've, I've written professional you know things before and you know we both been in you know the industry and we understand that when you type shit people read it and then interpret it different ways but there was nothing about that that was aggressive at all okay so then he replies back so you are turning down a free listing on a site which actively promotes the shows on it and i said because i had already said no yes marshall i'm turning it down we already do this for ourselves we want to control our content with no middleman involved but once again thanks for reaching out i feel like that was very uh professional right uh you know he doubled down on his aggressiveness i doubled down on my no and i just felt like it was a hard pitch but we good then he says we aren't controlling content just offering a place to list your show but that's cool you aren't doing anything close to what we are doing actually keep up the great business decisions though that cast sarcasm i'm sure any sponsors you have would be happy to hear you turn down a chance to reach more people best of luck with that dot 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 lol so now he's laughing at me for just saying no you know uh which is kind of like the you ain't that cute anyway of business <laughs> you ain't as as cute as you thought you was right um so i said wow this is how you conduct business i politely declined and even thank you for reaching out and you send me this condescending email back do you treat your clients with this attitude why would i want to enter into any business venture with someone so disrespectful if anyone asks me about working with their company i'll make sure to let them know about this email exchange and what kind of man they're dealing with 
how do you know i wouldn't have changed my mind later on right how do you know that someone else you've reached out to might not consult me and ask what i think about signing on with you everything you do is a business transaction that represents your brand and company this is extremely unprofessional marshall my sponsors will appreciate dealing with a professional person with integrity and i'm sure they wouldn't want to deal with a person like you but as i said earlier good luck on your endeavors this wasn't an invitation for a debate or a fight i'm sorry that you took it that way hopefully this will be a learning experience for the next person you try to woo onto your site um you know so i'm thinking that should be the end right because you know maybe he just didn't realize the double down was a bit condescending and shit and he and now this is kind of like that that teachable moment where you're like you know what uh my bad man didn't need to come at you that hard and you're right this could look bad for me so let's if he would have hit me up then and been like can we could you not tell people about this because it's my bad i just whatever i would have been like yeah man i get it you had a bad day basically yeah because that happens from time to time yeah sometimes people think the double down is the way you never take no for an answer and we get all that stupid shit that people teach us uh on that you cliches that just aren't true right so right. i was like maybe he's from that school of just hard sales and shit right and the thing is the uh when it comes to double down a lot of times that what they don't do is a lot of times they don't train people to say no because i've learned when you say no a lot of times you have these aggressive people and if you're not smart enough to realize that you're being pressured you got to say no and say it several times sometimes just for people like this and i had done all my research before i even said the first no i said i looked up his website marshcast.com uh i looked up his uh twitter and shit it was like marshall man love with you know one elf in marshall so he was easy to find you know i looked at you know i saw what his website looked like it wasn't you know it looked like geo cities and shit like like maybe like the people from black planet if they made a new website i was like nah like i'm good i don't you know don't want to be a part of you know the dungeon of man love podcast uh collective or whatever uh and that's just keep it you know kept it cute you know um i'm a professional person so then he responds back anyway he goes couldn't care less what you think of me to be honest i offered you a completely risk-free cost-free way to possibly expand your base and perhaps even take advantage of a way that i built to make some extra money so please do tell everyone how horrible of a human i am for doing that good luck to you but my offer for you is off the table i do prefer to work with people who have a lick of sense please tell everyone you know how much of a scumbag i am thanks and to an extent this is like the woman walking down the street the dude hollering at her she says no and then he turns around well bitch you wouldn't cute no way yeah um well then you know what you hollering at me i'm not hollering at you dog right you know for for me i'm like um i like that was kind of like the last straw uh i was i was trying so i felt like uh denzel when he played uh man on fire (laughs) i felt like creasy you know what i'm saying who was the white girl you the little white girl you had to save in this (laughs) um i i my 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 i felt like uh my my petty was being held back (laughs) and him fucking with me on uh that last like just tell everybody then i'm just like you have no fucking idea who you talking to nope do your research it's like as soon as he said tell everybody i could just feel it in my soul that it it was on 
that I, like it felt like this <laughs> y'all hate us corny with that illuminati mess i can feel that in my spine like just that <laughs> I was like this motherfucker so i did i took a screenshot of this shit and this is when i started screenshotting people and letting them know the whole story and i said so it appears at and i found his two twitter handles de sports uh which you probably won't find anymore on twitter um foreshadowing uh i found his twitter handle at de sports on twitter and said oh he said he doesn't mind if other podcasts know he's a horrible guy cool you hey you don't mind i don't don't mind mind. brother i was doing you the favor keeping it between us um and people started responding like oh he looks like a uh he looks like a scammer uh i found his other website because he's a working hypnotist uh and as a hypnotist um he had uh booked so many gigs such as um after prom uh and a private event you know those major gigs out there you know uh so if you guys got after prom make sure you guys check him out at ah! after prom and and private event he'll be both of those places headlining i'm sure i'm sure you know i'm assuming um you know uh so then uh looking at his twitter accounts he had a combined maybe like 200 followers or something 300 followers so i'm like how are you gonna do me and karen the favor of promoting us when you can't even promote yourself dog right and like that's pretty like i don't mind you having the ambition to pull some right just don't talk down to me when we're obviously doing more than you and my thing is this is one of those things where we you did your due diligence by researching him but it wasn't in return because if you would have done your homework you would have realized that we're benefiting you you're not really benefiting us and, or he might have done his homework and realized that and just decided to talk to me like that anyway that's true and i you know and it's also that thing where and i don't even know how to really explain this but part of me is like so is this happening because i'm black right and i don't know how to really explain that to anybody that's not black right. but it's just that moment where you're like do you pull this shit with everybody or is this a this this the black guy tips at gmail okay i'll whatever buddy you know what i mean i'm just like okay just because you haven't heard of me doesn't mean i'm i'm not you know we're not doing our thing you Um, never know who people are that's why you you have to respect everybody right yeah you you know pick your pick your spots man pick your spots like that's one thing i learned when i was in corporate america is you know you have to watch how you talk to people because you just don't know Mm-mm. and you have to pick your spots with this shit because you you start mm-hmm. that condescending shit and then you meet somebody at a conference call and you're like oh that he's the what now mm-hmm. okay right you don't know who's who you don't know who knows who you don't know who will be like hey we'll actually blackball you you know you fuck around and you won't get no business and you wondering why that's because you pissed off the wrong person and they told everybody not to associate with you now on his web on his uh profile it said he was a hypnotist a mentalist a sports entertainment and management person with 30 followers and two tweets um and then his other one was the hypnotist one just by itself and that probably had like 200 people following it um and um you know i went to the website it looked horrible shout out to my man danny hatch who also went and took a screenshot and said 
uh, i bet when you see how profession's website looks you're gonna regret missing out on this opportunity <laughs> shout out to danny <laughs> Dan- you, you, you got the rod hive on him donnie danny was partying man me and danny had a good time uh messing with this dude uh and this is one of the reasons that if i could uh if i could if i were the advice given type the advice i would give to most people is um this is why you can't just work with anybody right because there's a lot of people especially in podcasting they're just so happy to get any attention mm-hmm. they'll do anything and they'll just sign up there were people that signed up on this guy's website that probably just took his word for it right and this is the person you work with because you didn't do any research mm-hmm. um so you got to be careful man don't like your brand is your brand it's the only thing you really have Mm-hmm. right so you have to worry about your brands you know uh i'm sure comedian wise this this works in that world too where it's some shows you're gonna have to say no to eventually or some gigs you can't do at that point because it's like well now i'm disrespecting myself you know right yeah um so yeah uh obviously i'm a nobody because i politely declined uh someone uh <laughs> someone found his uh his his picture and uh and he had the flat top uh and they they're uh like he uh he like one of those people that convinces people to sell knives or something yeah yeah oh god those people (laughs) yeah i got tricked by that you looking for a job and they were like yeah we got a job coming to this location is you and 85 other people and it's the man standing up there talking about hey um just so you know this job ain't made for everybody want you to know <laughs> that i made a zillion dollars doing this but you're gonna have to work hard just like me yeah you don't get 20 cent a knife and no your family not gonna buy it no your friends are gonna buy it nobody wants this shit but i made money you like, what the fuck how did i end up here and for the low cost of 150 dollars you could get in on the ground floor of knife celery those cutco knives yeah as soon as i got out of college yeah that was uh out of college yes a black a black man going door to door selling knives will make plenty of money in america yeah i I got suckered into one of those conferences near the yes uh, thurgood marshall airport it was bwi back then but it was just a shit show and then i was like i I went to another thing that i thought was another job opportunity and i saw that i had on a suit and I saw the music, like I went in and there was the music playing like techno music. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, I just walked out and turned around and left. Cause I was like, this is one of those pyramid scheme things. I know now, yeah. now I'm like, I'm like, fuck no. But then I didn't know. Right. So, so yeah, like, and now as an adult, I realized like, oh, I could have walked out of that. Right, right. Yeah, I, realized right. That. <laughs> I thought I didn't have a choice, you know, not trying to find the kids out there listening you got the right to walk out of any shit you want to walk out of but a lot of times you feel obligated to be there yeah um so i saw the picture said this is the face of a man you can trust i'm half tempted to start uh contacting any venue that de hypno master uh has to let them know you know how he is and i took a screenshot of his website and his bookings um which of course were uh let me see if i can read it to you guys um he had uh such bookings as uh get get a little bigger screenshot how do i do that anyway uh he they were uh oh here we go there we go just had to take a second um but uh after prom was one uh fundraiser you guys know that one um gonna be a fundraiser uh private event he's gonna be at that one uh asterisk mark just uh from 
at 1 to 2 30 a.m he's gonna be at asterisk mark uh don't forget that one on five on may 7th uh he'll be at corporate event may the 12th uh after prom he's gonna be at both of those uh the 15th and the 21st uh also after prom on the 22nd at 2 30 a.m so i don't know what he does at that late uh but then bar mitzvah is happening uh may 22nd so that's one of my favorite one of his events uh senior banquet that's a that's a good one too uh and then he has um five graduation projects in a row a lot of people uh, private event um and then he has the ohio state fair 13 total shows times to be announced uh at the beginning of august and after that the vermont state fair where he has two shows okay um and it was about this time that he hit me up and was like oh thank you for the free publicity uh idiot or whatever you helping me out this is what i wanted i was like okay so this is part of your master plan right it wasn't actually to get me on your website okay cool so um let's do it let's get to the let's give you some attention because you kept digging so um i uh you know made a couple jokes about you know uh he gonna be on stage telling people to imagine that chicken i told him to imagine he was employed um uh right now now this is getting into regina george territory who's that she was rachel mcadams and mean girls oh yeah okay this is getting this is getting a little problematic rod i'm good with that um <laughs> this is like i said man i have the petty inside of me and i i, I it's like a petty hulk you yeah, know what okay. i'm saying like i don't want it to come out you know i don't just use it on everybody i could do this every day and i don't but some people just keep pushing it man um uh, so yeah once he told me like oh this is what i want and uh you 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 know i was like okay i could have had all 59 of your your followers sorry about that um and um he uh so then i took a screenshot of the ohio state fair's contact information and i said hey man uh marshall i had time today i make time for fools like you who should i contact first and then he stopped he stopped replying all of a sudden right shit got real i said you about to start spelling your name marshall with two l's because you about to take an l today oh lord <laughs> and, and i said and then another like couple minutes went by with no reply i said what happened bro i thought you wanted people to know i thought you wanted the attention hashtag don't panic shout out to my girl amber rose uh then i start hashtagging it up just being funny with don't panic hashtag keep up the intensity shout out to firestarter hashtag i got time today hashtag fuck with the wrong one um i said hey man should i contact the vermont state fair as well get you off the bill in there too or are you ready to apologize and um that's when he replied um hey man you win truce i apologize to you publicly as well as privately i just sent you an email for the conversation i had with you well done i said apology accepted i won't call the venues because i hadn't yet i said i'm glad we had this teachable moment i hope you find solace (laughs) and then he sent me some like hey but my shows are really good though and i said oh hold up now i gotta block you because we not friends Mm -hmm. i i forgive you but this was fucked up man like i like don't try to pull the like (laughs) didn't we have a good time no No. we did not 
i was about to fucking end your career is we're not buddies go just go about your your day without talking to me anymore uh and he says some shit in his email about well you just caught me on a bad day i'm like how do i know all your days ain't bad compared to mine right i don't know what your days are. that's not an excuse you, oh you caught me on a bad day i'm just gonna be a dick to you you know um somebody told me like yo he sent me the same email i said well be careful for entering into business with him you see how he does um and then uh i asked somebody if they wanted to storify because i ain't feel like doing it uh plus i don't really i'm not good with storify that it takes too long for me but uh shout out to olivia she did it man i appreciate you um and uh my spot our sponsors started responding because he remember when he said that our sponsors would be happier if we dealt with him and uh dexter said uh yeah he want to drag your sponsors into this shit bitch i'm making bank with the blackout tips and i'm extremely happy leave me out <laughs> i've been in business with Rodman prime for half a decade he's always on polite and on point there's no provocation provocation for a mofo to disrespect him i say he must not know about me but i'm sorry you're missing out on this weak ass site as a sponsor <laughs> um so then he responded i certainly understand and i knew this was coming i knew this was coming because like when he apologized he only apologized because i was basically like oh i'll just show these venues what kind of shit you send to people right because you and how you, you harass people but you said you didn't care right you said right. you didn't care you told me to do it now i'm doing it and like i knew his apology was some bullshit mm-hmm. when he gave it because it was really more like oh god i'm sorry i got caught uh i didn't know and so he replied rodimus i certainly understand your contempt and even offer kudos for calling my bluff about calling me out in public can i get you to remove the post where you threaten my workplaces i have removed rude messages that i posted in that exchange in advance of this message to you should you decide not to i get it under circumstances i do have a living to make though and it's hard enough out there as is doing what i do marshall y'all y'all no i'm not taking that shit down no why would you fuck with me and then be like we're in this together man how am i supposed to make a living you should have thought that shit when you was harassing me how you supposed to make it's not my responsibility i don't know what you want me to say bro leave me alone leave motherfucker when next time you talk to somebody you'll know better you'll think twice it's not that deep you'll think twice and you won't see black in their name and assume that they that they won't clap back because that's the thing everybody willing to, willing to go hard but nobody's really ready for the clap back and this goes to do your research it's like we did research on you you could have done research on us dog so then of course he deleted his twitter so good riddance to rubbish um uh, but yeah man i i don't understand the and i know that there's probably some people that would have been like well I, I mean he just abused me and talked shit to me in private and that's cool i mean you know people just have bad days man fuck that niggas always gotta forgive and move on not me wrong one um all right let's talk about some news all right guys african bamba africa bambata um is in some hot water who is this um he is uh, a rap legend actually um a hip-hop legend um let me see let me look up uh where you might know him from but um you know he's like he's a pioneer in hip-hop uh very well respected um so uh apparently 
he has been accused of sexually assaulting multiple young men at this point oh yeah um but yeah you might know him from planet rock that's probably the number one song that 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 that, that you know him from right there yeah so most people know him just from that um yeah he uh apparently um is accused of sexually abusing now multiple men um uh the story is he was like acting as a father figure to some of them he would like give them a place to stay and stuff uh but then at some point uh he was sexually abused like 12 and 13 year old little boys on some sandusky eddie long shit yeah yeah um and so one of them stepped forward like i want to say a couple weeks ago and that was like the first person we ever really heard like this or the first time i i can say i heard that story or anything like it about him and now as of today like i want to say how many more was it three more men step forward and now they're grown men right you know um so there um uh i believe there are sexual abuse case uh statute of limitations in new york so it, it sounds like a lot of these might not um might not be able to um to have charges really pressed against them i don't know what they can do right. about it and the thing is is that this shit is traumatizing to anybody it's just traumatizing and it's traumatizing for women but also but for some reason when it comes to men men have a tendency not to come forth and not to come out mm-hmm. so there are a lot of men that have been abused that we will never really know the full statistics to because for a lot of dudes that manhood raises up and it's like well i'm not gay that don't got nothing to do with it you were abused somebody took advantage of you but for some reason being taken advantage of is for a female and, and not for a male am i am, am i misunderstanding something here no um, it's just more yeah. shame. it's even right. maybe it's even more shame uh attached to it uh because because of because of them being men and then that's even that's that'll probably lead to suicide and other other things um so yeah it was just you know out of control um and uh, like i don't know what's gonna uh happen to him if anything can happen uh he's accused of like showing the the boys pornographic images and stuff and performing oral sex on them um you know um uh, he showed me a book with a picture of a penis and said you don't have to be gay for me to suck your dick um uh he was a big part of my life says campbell known on the street as poppy so that was another dude um he posted an angry video accusing bambada of sexual abuse several months ago but he said he took the video down after bambada and zulu nation officials agreed to meet with him um so yeah man this is it's a lot yo um and once it gets to like multiple accusers i feel like i wonder if it's like the bill cosby thing almost where like uh bill cosby's uh sexual uh improprieties coming forward allow other people to feel empowered to be like well maybe people that we see as figures that can't be brought to um brought to justice quote unquote or at least 
uh confronted because they're such you know because african africa bambata is like a hip-hop pioneer and seen mostly as respected um maybe we can bring these people you know bring the light to what these people really are now that we've seen these women do it with bill cosby Mm -hmm. and odds are the people that came out with the dudes uh, it wouldn't be surprising if there were a lot more of the victims who like the bill cosby thing may never come out you can say these are adults now so a lot of them who knows how far back this goes and like the bill cosby thing you know if it goes for a sense of period of time some people may have died or anything or may have came out but when you have dealing with hip-hop and shit like that you know people are like nah this person's lying yada 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 and like you says one thing of who he is people just assume that you want his money but my thing is where are these people that have been sexually abused that are getting these record deals that are getting these contracts that are getting these movie deals signs lifetime mm. like I, I i do not see this profit that everybody keeps talking about that that you know who who is the person who can who rise to fame was telling that somebody raped them yeah that's always the what they're just doing this for for some other reason and this is the truth um all right um speaking of hip-hop artists uh president obama uh met with some of uh people's favorite hip-hop artists uh friday april 15th uh common j cole wale timberland Pusha t dj collett rick ross Nicki minaj and others uh and they spent the day meeting with the my brother's keeper task force which was established in uh 2014 Mm -hmm um where uh he would president obama would give nonprofit organizations the resources geared towards interrupting the school to prison pipeline throughout the program's existence the obama administration is consulted with popular entertainers specifically rappers on strategies to create positive outcomes for underserved youth definitely gonna miss uh this dude when he yeah, you is ain't uh, never gonna get that many black people in the room, the room like that again right burn the huffington post had a uh, posted this thing where obama did his last science fair uh at the white house and it just made me kind of feel it made me feel sad i shared it and i was like y'all gonna miss barack man like it was mm-hmm. just like the way that he was interacting with the kids and just the the personality that he had just you know it's just i mean he's not dead but the personality that he has mm-hmm. you know it's just warm and uh it's like damn i'm gonna miss this guy a lot and he fits in at a science fair he's like a president yeah. that i believe would believe in the science as opposed right. to like george w bush would just be in there like i don't think any of this is true but look it's magic a volcano <laughs> um but yeah he um he met with these guys um uh and they met with uh my brother's keeper task force chair broderick johnson obama senior advisor valerie jarrett and enforce about enforcing my brother's keeper six milestones for minority males the milestone set goes for young men of color between the ages of seven uh throughout their introduction into adult responsibilities uh so far the initiative has raised over 500 million dollars in grants and a billion dollars in financing to skew the mass incarceration trends amongst the minorities uh following the meeting with johnson and jerry the entertainers had an opportunity to briefly meet with the president in the over office many in attendance took to social media to share their experiences dj collett posted a picture on snapchat with the caption me and my brother j cole we just had some clothes talk with prez obama hashtag bless up dj snapchat is his thing because a lot of people say it's mm-hmm. it's the best but i'm afraid of snapchat okay well, why are you afraid of snapchat <laughs> I, i'm I put like this I, I i for all disclosure i know my rationale is irrational and illogical i know it 
okay then you don't even have to explain the rest i don't right right it's i'm okay. not yeah it don't make sense and i know it don't make sense so ain't no reason to explain it <sighs> but i'm willing to admit that i'm 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 willing okay. to say when i'm I, irrational I'm, I'm not even gonna argue it i you got it buddy i'm i used to write a snapchat i'm like, you know I, i'm kind of with i'm not really afraid it is, of it but i'm just like i feel like i'm too old for it i'm not or i'm not just not cool enough my life isn't that you know live like that you know i don't even understand the purpose of it i'm afraid that uh if you look into a mirror it'll steal your soul you know Shit, it might and get your std mm-hmm. yeah i'm afraid that uh you get trapped inside of camera pictures <laughs> you shit you might Indeed. forever what if the internet machine can can take my spirit uh hey, there's a come back well i know some technology you believe in there's a smart sex toy that can monitor a woman's body and tell her exactly how to achieve the best orgasm huh mm-hmm there's a smart sex toy uh that is trying to destigmatize um women's sexual health all while tracking your body's responses to help you achieve the best orgasm it's 230 dollars it's called the lioness vibrator it uses an array of sensors to detect changes in temperature contraction and positioning allowing it to create a personalized profile of a person's sex drive hmm. oh. and once it's gotten to know its owner the lioness can also make recommendations based on the feedback it's like a we for your vagina mm-hmm. um the uh berkeley based firm explains that sexual well-being is just another component of healthy sex life on par with eating sleeping and breathing uh i saw i posted this on my facebook page and a couple people were like well i just i mean why can't your partner just do it i'm like one mm-hmm. your partner's not always there right and that's uh two what's wrong with learning how to please yourself what's wrong with that like nothing not everybody got a partner not everybody you know not every partner's gonna be there 24 7 not not only that it's one of those things and i will continue to stick by this it's one of those things when men are taught my dick is the gift to a woman and they and a lot of dudes don't know how to fuck and they just been told that you know i put my dick in you and all of a sudden you pose the orgasm and that's not always true and it's one of those things where men always finish you always finish women don't always have that option and a lot of times when it comes to masturbation it's just something natural to do so a lot of times women are told to keep your legs shut and don't touch your little friend and so a lot of women are adults and they don't masturbate and so a lot of women have never actually experienced orgasm and it's a lot of this comes from the bible and shit like that where we don't want women to to, to have any type of sexual desires whatsoever and so it's just one of those things where a lot of grown women hold this stuff into adulthood and they don't even realize it. they go back and stem about it why don't you want this wouldn't you want to have an orgasm wouldn't you want to satisfy yourself sexually and my thing is this a lot of times men have egos so let's say i do tell my partner i like you to lick me here and like you to stroke me there men like i said i'm already know how to fuck girl what you telling me how to do and a lot of men ignore women they ignore them and a lot of times when you have when you're intimate with somebody it needs to go two ways but a lot of times it's one way depending on the relationship it's okay i bust my nuts you better get it while you can while i'm here and a lot of women are sexually unsatisfied so i am 100 percent with this buy it satisfy yourself well i'm just scared of the technology karen i know it's illogical but i just can't <laughs> understand why this would be needed on the earth it's just not for me shit even better i wish they had something where i could play my own tunes in it just have me a one-woman party shit well i'm sure they already got that uh <laughs> yeah i mean the sex industry is a billion dollar 
industry so it's there's people that would use this thing yeah i t- i mean i i'm saying there is something that looks up links up with your ipod and plays music through the vibrator and stuff already if y'all really serious it is out there but um but no seriously i i think a lot of men do get intimidated by this especially mm-hmm. if they're in a relationship uh i don't know why but they do right. uh i think we are kind of socialized to be like my penis is the one-stop shop for all pleasure you know right. that goes on with a woman's vagina area so right. you know and then you know with certain like certain stereotypes and shit with through whether it's through porn whether it's just through fiction whether it's just through uh religion it's a lot of it's just women are there to receive sperm and uh men are there to derive pleasure from giving sperm right and there's then and it's like there's no other purpose behind that and it's like it's like yo if your body if you're not fucking to produce children what are you fucking for you can't just you know have sex as a woman just to enjoy the flat pleasure of sex and and also for me it's just one of these things where maybe because i'm not a man i don't and i don't i don't i don't know i don't have the ego attached to my dick so you know if i pull out a vibrator what does this vibrator got to do with you you know and it's one of those things where for women it's a party starter you know because a lot of times dudes just want to come and slam their dick in there you're like hey dog i warm me up you know do you know i, I want to be kissed i want to be rubbed i want to be feel I, you know i understand my ass and my titties in the room you automatically get an erection that doesn't happen for me i don't function like that there are other things that turn women on outside of the presence of your dick you know because i, I see the i see your dick all the time seeing a dick does it does not automatically make me go ooh, unless it's the dick that i want to see yeah. i just like the idea of you karen saying hey dog warm me up mm-hmm. <laughs> uh inside the vibrator are embedded sensors that can measure your arousal orgasm and uh, orgasm states so you can learn different things about your sexual health, like how it correlates with things like the time of day or your mood or your menstrual cycle. Uh, uh, also, um, they collect data while the person uses the device as normal and will record up to 20 sessions. That's, that's good. That's good. Um, then you got to put it in. Then you got to turn the vibrator on in the app at the same time and the data will sync and then it makes suggestions on different aspects of the sexual experience including recommended foreplay time cool so cool and if you got a good man you could be like look i've done my research and this tells me you know we we might need to do this and the thing is yeah everybody wins it's it's, right why wouldn't you want to do that why wouldn't you want to listen to your partner so you can have a better time and 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 that's and maybe this is me this is the part when it comes to being intimate and sex that i don't understand Men like to have sex, okay? They like to have, you know, um, uh, straight men like to have sex with women. Okay, you like to have sex with women. Don't you want the sex to be pleasurable to her too? Because if it's pleasurable to her too, she'll want to fuck you more often and fucking you more but often if it's pleasurable to everybody. If it's pleasurable to her, that makes her a hoe, Karen. And you know we can't have that. Well, there's a lot of hoes out here fucking in the world then. I know? need me a good girl. No, to make me no, feel but, like i'm saving a princess and if you do her and if you're doing it right she'll stay in the kitchen more you guys exactly when you i know? get done having sex i need to be able to say make daddy a sandwich exactly and well, feel good about myself well, well you know what if you actually and it's one of those things where if she's happy 
you know what you wouldn't even have to say make daddy a sandwich you know what after you wake up from 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 your after sex nap you will have a sandwich you will have your favorite beer a wine sitting there for you <laughs> you know you you i don't even that's not even true if you do all that shit you she gonna fall asleep that's really the truth yeah like people always be like hey, she'll do this and she'll no she's not if you blow her back out y'all niggas gonna be sleeping yeah. and wake up it it's gonna be dark and you don't <laughs> wonder if you late for work or early for and then you just the do postmates or grubhub yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine everybody yeah, it's not yeah. gonna like yeah. sex is not a magical gateway to getting the, the chores done around mm, the house you know what because mm. i still gotta fold them clothes no yeah. matter what goes down <laughs> in here yes, sexually so I, i'm not even <laughs> yes. i'm not yes. even trying to advocate yes, for you that do. and my, my thing is this as you get older, that's true. But when you're younger, you got a little bit more energy and you're more apt to bounce back. Maybe. I don't know. You get old. You, be, you, you get old, you be like, um, nigga, I got shit to do. Yeah, I don't, ain't, I ain't, okay. Uh, just don't, don't buy the hype, guys. Just do it because it's the right thing to do. Don't be out here talking about, and you love and your now, partner. And now I'm going to get my checkbook balance. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. I ain't saying nothing about checkbooks now. You know what I mean. But, um, yeah the, <laughs> it was it, uh, it was funny after uh balls deep sometimes i wish i could record after balls deep when me and justin are just hanging out and he's about to leave <laughs> and talking yeah but uh we had this conversation and he was talking about uh this girl he tried to hook his brother up with and his brother was being like i don't really like her and justin was like you know she's like she's cool she's in school she's like she's all the shit that his brother claims to want on social media right? right when he's posting those these females and women need to do this and all this shit he's like well she is all those things but he don't want to date her right and i was like jay i just think a lot of dudes need to have that moment and come clean with themselves and stop bullshitting mm-hmm. and, and admit that they like hoes right and i don't even mean that as a disrespectful term nope i like hoes i don't want no good girl what's the fucking point of that i gotta go to church now Mm-mm. that's stupid right and i gotta miss the football game fucking with you no that is not what i'm into that is right. the exact opposite of shit that i'm into if we're being a hundred about it and that's probably the exact opposite of what most men are into when it comes down to it you wouldn't do all this good girl shit by yourself right that's why you want a good girl to come in and like save your lifestyle and make you do the right things that's not you being happy that's why you look at marriage as miserable you look at relationships as miserable mm-hmm. that's some shit that's forced upon you that you now have to do another responsibility right those aren't things you really want in life what you want is whole shit okay you want to have right. sex you, you want to go out to eat right you don't want to go to church mm-hmm. you want her to suck your dick you yeah. want her to do all types of positions you know hopefully you can find some type of whole hybrid like the whole day walker where they can pretend around your parents to be cool <laughs> and then be back to being a hoe when y'all alone. Like, that's really what niggas want. I don't even know why it's so, like we have made it this far into society. And I told him the realest song ever is fucking outcast. We love these hoes. We do. We yeah. absolutely do. I don't even know. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think if I know a dude that don't love hoes. Like, I'm trying to think if I know one dude. Like, just one that's not like, yeah, man, that's, that's like, deep down, that's what I want. You know what I mean? Then it's all this societal hang-up shit that makes it just too complicated for the ego and most people can't handle it, you know? I, well, she might end up using sex toys. Well, I don't want that. I mean, my dick should be the, the number one thing. Well, is she a hoe? 
right if she's sexually free if she's all these things that that society has deemed deemed as negative but you actually think it's positive then she might be about that life she might be about wearing a little less clothes she might be about having a couple tattoos you know what i mean she might be about saying some things that just aren't the most polite things to say uh-huh. like like it's all these things that just they don't really conform to the social aspect so like all the social things are negative towards women when it comes to like uh quote unquote being a hoe except that bedroom right in that bedroom everybody looking for the freak to come out of the good girl yeah so it's like i was like yo if niggas would just be honest and say i love hoes they'd be fine right and i'm not, not even and I'm, I'm about for the record i'm not even using that to say i'm encouraged like and it would encourage all women to be hoes i don't think all people are really sexually out there like that i don't right. think everybody's meant to live a life like that that there's different types of life for everybody but i'm just saying it's a lot of people resenting and talking down on women for doing the exact fucking thing they want women to do it's crazy right. It's still, it's like coming from the same, we're still at, at some level of puritanic society where we're a lot more re- sexually repressed than other cultures. Maybe like the Europe, European, European, uh, culture where it's like, oh, you can't say that on TV or you can't do yeah. that or, oh, uh, I think you should cover up so men don't feel a certain way about you. So it's, it's, it becomes the woman's fault. Because yeah, you you know why housed you, and all that shit. You know why we hate Amber Rose and Kim Kardashian and uh Black China and shit? Cause we love hoes. We hate them because we love them and we can't stop ourselves. Despite all the hypocritical bullshit that people talk, all we right. love them. All they Instagrams get the right. most likes. If you didn't, you yeah. wouldn't pay them no attention. We write articles for them taking a selfie we write articles men yeah. and women this by the way when i talk about we love hoes i'm not even just talking about men i'm nope. not even talking about just straight people everybody love hoes everybody love hoes everybody yeah. everybody sit around like even if you think you hate hoes you hate them because you love them so fucking much you might love them the most you can't even control your love so you mad at them making them love making them they just out there making you love them it's just like i, I think one time i think i posted a joke on facebook about Something like it seems like some of the some women on Twitter are no no Tinder are using they're using Tinder to get book deals because they make fun of the guy that yeah. tried to talk to them and this one guy was like are you talking about Lisa the way she fucking dresses <laughs> like he was like really mad at this girl that we both a mutual friend that we both knew and how she posts these pictures of her on in, Instagram in skimpy outfits and all of that and like these thir- thirst traps right and he was like man i was like nah i wasn't talking about her. i wasn't <laughs> talking about her no. like he was like are you talking about her i hate when she fucking does it man right it's like, it's like dog it's just it's there man she posting it just uh, observe you know you can like it right you I, don't you don't hate her because she does it you love her because she does it you, and you hate yourself because you love her and you can't fucking stop yeah that's that's why dudes that like a lot of the anti-woman shit comes straight up from the fact that men feel powerless because they're attracted to these women and these women are complete human beings that do shit that men don't always like or agree with so it's like if she's doing some shit i don't like but i also can't stop paying attention to her well then fuck her she's the worst anyway i'm still gonna follow her on twitter i'm still gonna check her instagram i'm still her facebook friend 
like i you know right i'm hoping she posts some pictures tonight like everybody is doing it yeah it's like dude all my instagram is is a couple of my comedian friends hot women and sneaker yeah i love i look i i will follow a porn star a uh an instagram model any of that shit because i'm just like uh that's what i want to see mm-hmm. i don't yeah. really care about your sneakers dog you know what i'm saying like yeah my homie could be like oh just ate a good lunch don't care don't give a fuck <laughs> them ain't titties dog right i'm trying to see what this plus size model is wearing for the newest fashion trend because just just so i could be like mm, that's what i appreciate right dog the, oh go ahead karen i'm sorry and i'm about to say them shoes don't twerk but go ahead what was the some thick uh uh model like a thick white girl somebody said she was fat and she ate it oh yeah i saw that yeah mm. I was like, who has a problem with that right and you know who? why they hate that she they hate that they that's another thing uh when people do that uh the the fat shaming shit a lot of times it because most of the time it's only focused on women mm-hmm. and it's always awesome i hate that i'm attracted to you and right. you don't give a fuck about your weight. I nope. need you to feel bad about something so I can have something over you. Yeah. She ate that Twinkie. I said, good for you. And I really appreciate you doing it in a bikini, to be honest. I mean, not fat. She's right. not fat. Right. Wasn't no. even fat. She could have done it in a fucking um, sweater. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate her taking the time to be like, we don't need this many clothes for and me to eat And she still would have been thick as fuck. Right. The sweater wouldn't hide anything. It was crazy, dog. She yeah. was, I, Did she take well, it in like covered in like all kinds of snack foods and shit? Uh, well, no. She just, well, she, it was a video of her eating and being like, you know, people saying I'm fat and, uh, you know, well, I don't give a fuck and then like in a bikini and shit. And, you know, Ashley Graham got caught flack for being on the cover at sports illustrated and not daring to be 75 pounds with soaking wet and uh once again not a fat woman no but people hate that she would dare be like look at how pretty hot and tempting i am shout out to chris yeah. tucker um without um you know without running it through the memo sending a memo out to everybody you know yeah <sighs> anyway that's that's a it's a fascinating thing to me you just it, and it's like sometimes you know even women like a lot of women on facebook the female comedians and right you know, like that like they'll they'll post these things and i'm a guy i'm, I'm always gonna be a guy right and, and i look at their i can't believe this guy just fucking you know cat called me and and it's wrong you know right. it's, you know it's, it's it's disrespectful but then in the back of my mind you thick as fuck though i know right but, just, but, like it's just like you you are you are attractive right but i don't you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be out of pocket with it right. but you just in the back of my mind I'm like god damn right you like you know what you should never be street harassed and that's absolutely wrong because i mean one it doesn't work yeah like like mm-hmm. I, I feel like niggas just street harass so they can be somebody's facebook status like it doesn't even <laughs> like is it, it's not working obviously on that status tonight right right <laughs> you know what i mean i need to be on michelle's twitter uh but but the thing is um people i think a lot of times guys have and people in general i keep saying guys but uh, it's mostly men that violate you know but mm-hmm. in general people have a problem maintaining these like trying to compartmentalize this idea that someone can be attractive uh you can be attracted to somebody 
but they're still their own person like they like their life goal isn't to conform to whatever is attractive to you so while uh you know i like i'll see this with netta a lot of times um you know uh where she's an activist she's like continually pushing like pushing forward and pushing against like all sorts of like you know isms and mm-hmm. patriarchy and all this shit at the same time and like sometimes she'll just post a picture uh just just being fine you know <laughs> so it's like yeah. i like that picture and i like the status where you said uh some dude tried to pull you to the side and lecture you about uh how you need to be an activist while ignoring that there was a man sitting right next to you doing the same thing he felt the need to come talk to you only because you're a woman but he would never approach another dude like that i can recognize that that is wrong and she fine as fuck you know what i'm saying like i just yeah and it's not like the experience is unique to to her she lived her whole life like that so you know i'm just trying not to add to the bullshit you know what i'm saying but i feel like a lot of times when people get attracted they try to limit the person to like a box of like i'm attracted to you now don't do anything but the things i want to see and it's like that's not how life works so right and you would have a fit if somebody tried to control your life like that right but back to the point um with this vibrator um yeah uh if you if you uh are are scared of the vibrator that can help somebody achieve orgasm you gotta really consider what's wrong with you man ain't that the truth like why what are you really afraid of you know um anyway the linus has been uh funded more than double the original figure they said they needed like fifty thousand dollars to uh create these and they already got a hundred and nine thousand dollars so it's a lot of women out here right there's a lot of women (laughs) i want this shit to happen right so uh we'll see about that man 230 dollars is a grip you know so it's a bit cost restrictive at it's cheaper than an xbox but it is cheaper than an xbox it's a sex box it's an x for your box right that, that that and it does more than the average vibrator right yeah so, exactly you know oh well if we're gonna be allegedly and wireless and all that shit allegedly Karen. i mean it could still be some bullshit you know what i'm saying like it could True. just be like this is the concept and then we might be getting uh some news in a couple weeks like this shit don't even work so you know but uh it's on the radar dog um look if if gary union and being mary jane has vibrators and she has a lot of hot men around her it's okay for everybody else right yeah there's also that stigma yeah you're right that oh you only got a vibrator because you ain't got no man or some shit like well, that that's not true i got them right em. several you, of them you you a lesbian because you got a vibrator it's like all that, that, that that's not that true stupid mm-mm, shit. Mm-mm. i got I, I got a real live flesh and blood dick and i got other dicks too <laughs> uh all right let's get to can I, can I just say yeah. something for karen's comment like i understand that you guys are married but that's kind of like still like you know the pod father and mother like i still don't like the picture you guys uh hey well i i don't know what to tell you man picture the eric and tammy taylor of podcast it's just kind of like uh until i find a better uh description that's what you guys are to me. we started off the show talking about fucking and that's probably how it's gonna end you know i don't know what to tell y'all so that's why people fuck with the show oh yeah no no it's just it's it's funny to me that's all <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> you know what's funny to me is uh, i just thought it is my parents listen to the show so <laughs> you know, I, n- I never think about who's listening while we're doing it but i'm like somewhere my mom's like okay so 230 thumbs all right let me know what i want for down. mother's day you know, <laughs> I know I- <laughs> um all right let's get into the games man uh first one of course is a game called fucking with black people We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go around and around looking for articles that make us feel fucked with. And we score them from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with. Today's contestants, uh, Rachel Dolezal. Uh, Rachel Dolezal is writing a book about race. Mm-hmm. Uh, How to put on blackface? I don't. Um, I don't think that's the title. Rachel Dolezal, former president of Spokane, Washington chapter of the U.S. Uh, NAACP, um, revealed last year that while she identifies as black, she was born white. <laughs> revealed or was exposed in an interview yesterday she told nbc's today show she's working on a book about racial identity um she said in the interview if you don't fit into one box if you don't stay there your whole life being identified from birth is who you are what does that look like because race is such a contentious issue because of the painful history of racism you know race didn't create racism but racism created race i think it's important to really think about those topics and questions the people have that people have uh so karen zero to hundred Oh, she's on my permanent 100 list. I don't care what she does. All right. What about you, uh, Chris? I don't know, man. It, it has. It's definitely up there. It's got to be in the 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 hundreds because it's it's so weird because now like people can can use words, the semantics to 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 make themselves relevant. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, that's what she's doing because it's she's putting it on like a costume well i'm personally looking forward to soul man too um i can't wait uh but nah uh it's a hundred for me but really my hundred isn't necessarily for her it's for the fact that the media does treat her as a serious person right yeah um and like there's plenty of black people they can have on every single day to talk about race in america but they go out and reach out to a white woman who's cashing in her white privilege like even her being black is just an extension of white privilege that we would never give some confused black person who decided they were white you know like she's gonna pro and she's profiting off of it i i just say i want to be in the movie right well of course you can say when it first went down like i i wanted to be like her husband that like finds out that like oh you 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 know i don't know man you want to do that rap you want to be that dude that did the rap Ah! Oh, there's a dude that did a rap. I don't remember. Yes. That. You don't remember yes. the Rachel Dolezal rap? No. Oh, oh that shit brother. was the best. That's wow. the part. That's the part you had to do. Uh, if you gonna, if you gonna, uh, <laughs> if you gonna, if you gonna do anything, it's called for the rest of my life. Right. Uh, I'll see if I can find it and play okay. it for you. But uh, yeah, I, he I do it. I mean, he, I my my uh, intro was the audition. 
I can, you know, and that was on the fly. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have to have Kendrick Lamar level skills to do what this dude's doing. I wanna kiss you for the rest of my life. Rachel. I wanna kiss you for the rest of my life. I wanna hold you for the rest of my life. I don't know if he was put here to do this. I don't know if this guy was necessarily put on the earth to do this, but no, uh, no. Th- he decided to do it anyway. Um, play for the rest of my life. I never thought it could be more than a magical fantasy. The goddess of love falling head over heels for me. Coming here to set me free. There is no doubt that you're my destiny. Display is out of the game. I'm so happy. It's a ridiculous shame. You brought me love. You brought me peace. You brought me joy. The next gift will be a baby girl or a baby boy. Wherever he or she will be, it will be a blessing to our wonderful family. The stars are aligning, shining on us. The angels in heaven are smiling at us. And my heart has felt such a bountiful. This is an old rap. Like, it wasn't put out during this. This is from mm-hmm. 2013. Years ago. People oh, just, so just found it. Yeah, well, it was his wife. Oh, that was his wife. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You could play the role of this guy sitting around, and the, they could show the uh, on the next um, on the next uh, American um, what is it called? The American Crime on uh, FX. Ah, ah. Yo, dude, you that, could play this oh, role. God. Yeah. How you, great is the, was that show, man? Oh, OJ Simpson joint. Yeah. Yeah, we, we still need to do the off-season review of it, but I, I mean, it was great. It was top They're, five. Like, Courtney B. Vance, like, that's some of the best non-slave acting since Morris Chestnut and <laughs> Holiday. The thing that they, they, that killed it for me was that every single, um, performance was either pitch perfect or comedically great. Funny. Right? Yeah, so, like, like it Stro- was, Stro- they, K. Brown, Christopher, like, dog, like, like they didn't have like even like the bad performances were bad enough to be parody and i right. can like i can laugh at john travolta's character yes. uh ross kardashian mm-hmm. um and cuba gooden as oj yeah like all three of those were top five like unintentionally funny and yep. then when you throw in uh courtney b vance you throw in the chris darden dude um even they were Marcia so clark Marsha Clark, yes. Even the woman who played Chris, uh, J- Chris, um, Jenner or no, Chris Kardashian at the right. time. Even, yeah. even all those people were so perfectly cast that it was so, that it was just fun to watch. It was not, no, not only like the first episode could be argued in my opinion to be bad, you know, yeah. or, but after that, it just, it's so great. I've um, been talking about that show on stage and it was just like, it's so good. It's like, I can't wait till they make it a musical. And like, he's like, OJ's like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. <laughs> yes, and, Johnny, Johnny, come out there. And, if you, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. And then just like Christopher Darden would be like, they say I'm not black enough. Yes! Yes! I'm just misunderstood, you know, just like, <laughs> yes, I'm oh here for this musical. Like, yeah. It would be so dope. Cause it's like the acting is so good and you just highlight it with the music. Like it'll be so, it's just the jury like, could be, yeah. the jury could be like a choir and shit. Yeah. Yes. You know, mostly black choir and shit. Ah. It'd, it'd be like, um, come what on. You can't watch Martin. Martin <laughs> Steinfeld. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, and, and oj like, come, and it would be perfect oj would come out i didn't do it 
right <laughs> did not kill my wife i didn't do it and then ross kardashian would be like tell the truth and then oj, yes! OJ would be like i don't need the truth i'm the juice he's the juice yes <laughs> i'm here for this okay the musical OJ the musical needs yes! start writing this right now dude at Roe hamilton get on yeah. this it's crazy man like it it was just so it's so fun to watch it was just like a great like event show and just like i like it's now like i'm glad courtney b vance like a guy that's been a fucking yale graduate i mean amazing actor for years but like it was like he it was like johnny cochran lived the life that he lived right so courtney b vance could play that part and just like nigga right. please destroy it. oh my yes. god yes it, it was perfectly designed um he needed it too because he needed to pull some weight in that angela bassett relationship she'd been carrying him for quite some time yeah and now he can be like oh come on now i killed that johnny yes yeah, he, he did that shit. he get ready to put like this he he deserves the emmy but there's one of those things so he don't get all the naacp awards <laughs> it's, it's and a really I good i'm here for it he's gotta he gotta get he gotta get everything not just the black ones like, i want to hear i want marsha clark to get part of the musical me too yeah. you know I, about I, her hair <laughs> i you even know. want um the racist uh cop uh what was it oh Furman? Furman? right i I want Furman to be like fifth i please <laughs> fifth <laughs> no i didn't do it i plead the fifth did you say the n-word that is not what i heard yes <laughs> nigga 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> And you know it would be even better if, if they would have like the crowds you know because it was a lot of racial tension going on so yeah. to have like the crowds kind of chanting at each other about yeah. you know about the about the situation and, and you know have um uh the the black uh uh lawyer that would go to like his black people and he was like i think he did it nigger no he didn't <laughs> we think he's not guilty but i feel he did it i'm doing it out of love <laughs> yeah, i'm it's, here for all of this it's so like it's so powerful because like you had like making a murderer came out and this was like a lot of people were saying like he's their oj like he's white people's oj right and now people are starting to understand how it's not really it's not a race it wasn't a race thing in making a murderer it was a, a money thing right. and like oj it was a race thing plus you had money the money where he could defend himself and it just really shone a light on all this stuff. Like, you know, you have stuff like cereal becoming popular. And like, I just got on board with the, the first season, like a couple months ago. And it's yeah. just, it's a phenomenon. And then at the same time, there's people that are fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just a part. It's a, just I know. That's, 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 that. yeah, that's the thing about the OJ thing is, is like throughout the whole time, I was just like, cause I would see people tweeting certain shit. Like, uh, like shout out to my man Leonard Brothers. He was just like, Yo, man, Mark Fur, I mean, um, not Mark Fur, Ron Goldman was so pressed. Yeah. Or, uh, and I was like, uh, or whatever, the father, you know, he was so pressed. And I was like, yo, his son son's got dead. killed. <laughs> his son's dead. By OJ Simpson. Oh, what, would you not be pressed? Is there a way to not be annoying? 
if you kill my son i'm gonna be annoying and i think i reserve the goddamn right i'm gonna show my ass right niggas on twitter giving live reviews like man this nigga is really super acting like a bitch about his son getting killed (laughs) like what (laughs) who is no that's not okay man <laughs> and you, and you, i want the musical that had a part where johnny cochran is trying to make uh uh bob shapiro use the race card that that'll be a good musical <laughs> yes and you know i want a music of them doing the oj uh riding when they riding in the bronco down the road mm-hmm. oh al collins and oj yes, oh yes that shit would be the best yeah i just want uh i don't want to hear i just want to hear my man uh rob shapiro bob shapiro tried to play downplay that race card with with, with my uh with my man uh johnny's like we need to use the race car and then bob's gonna be like i don't know i don't know yes, yes. <laughs> don't be a solo act the, the weirdest thing about that show was the fact like when the the bronco chase happened like pizza hut they went to a scene and where they were at a pizza hut and like they ran out of cheese or sauce <laughs> right because i was like so did, did somebody people... actually document this that they <laughs> yeah, pizza hut you know, ran out of uh, like ingredients yeah it, it wouldn't be surprised it wouldn't be surprising if that's what happened because we we're like i'm not going nowhere i'm gonna be right here order a pizza right yeah it was just it was just weird like you said we're out of pizza right it was but it was like pizza a, hut. i love but okay. i love that stuff like the five second like background stuff where it's just like uh you know like people like oh remember the cover of that one magazine that dark yeah. oj like that's like a five second part of this but yeah. yeah i remember that and i'm just like oh yeah that's right let's make it darker yeah darker, <laughs> all right um so speaking of innocent uh black people um uh, here's a story of a, 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 a unlikely friendship i'll call we it end this week with a lesson in forgiveness from steve hartman on the road it all went down on this block in benton harbor michigan back in 05 jamel mcgee says he was minding his own business when a police officer accused him of and arrested him for dealing drugs you saying the officer made it up yeah it was all made up of course a lot of accused men make that claim but not many arresting officers agree so you phonied the report i did i falsified the report this is former benton harbor police officer andrew collins were you just trying to chalk up an arrest basically the start of that day i was gonna make sure i had another drug arrest and in the end you put an innocent guy in jail correct you lost everything. I lost everything. My only goal was to seek him when I got home and to hurt him. Really? That was my goal. Eventually, that crooked cop was caught, served a year and a half for falsifying many police reports, planting drugs and stealing. Of course, Jamal was exonerated, but he still spent four years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. Today, both men are back here in Benton Harbor, which is a small town, maybe a little too small. Hey guys, thank you. Last year, by sheer coincidence, they both ended up at Mosaic, a faith-based employment agency where they now work side by side in the same cafe. Oh, excuse me. And it was in these cramped quarters that the bad cop and the wrongfully accused had no choice but to have it out. I said, honestly, 
I have no explanation. All I can do is say I'm sorry. And Jamel says that was all it took. That was pretty much what I needed to hear. Today, they're not only cordial. Saturday, we went to the trampoline park. They're friends. Uh, you know, we talk <laughs> about life. Such close friends. Not long ago, Jamel actually told Andrew he loved him. And I just started weeping because he doesn't owe me that. Uh, he, I don't deserve that, you know? Did you forgive for his sake or for yours? No, for our sake. Not just us, for our sake. Jamel went on to tell me about his Christian faith and his hope for a kinder <laughs> mankind. He wants to be an example. So now he and Andrew give speeches together about the importance of forgiveness and redemption. Grab this, we'll set it over there. And clearly, if these two guys from the coffee shop can set aside their bitter grounds, what's our excuse? Steve Hartman, on the road, in Benton Harbor, Michigan. And that's the CBS Evening News for tonight. <laughs> Uh, uh, zero to a hundred, uh, Karen. A hundred, what's your excuse? Uh, what about you, uh, Chris? What would you give that story? One hundred. Um, part of me feels like that guy was, the Jamel was lying a little bit. Maybe he had to forgive him so he wouldn't break his fucking neck. (laughs) And I think that's, I think, I think that's what a lot of like black people, we got to swallow a lot of that shit. We have to, we're asked to swallow so many things and it can happen in just your day job, your, your regular work all the time. We're asked to do that. So it's not surprising. <laughs> God bless Jamel, you know, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I for the first time ever on this show, I want to give something over a hundred and I know that that's against the rules. Um, uh, but whoo, ah, oh, man. It's definitely uh man that might be the most fucked with i've ever been by a story um because it's just like they always highlight our stories of forgiveness yeah like they always do like see black people see and then when he goes couldn't we all learn a lesson it's like they both they both did something wrong and couldn't all of you niggers learn to <laughs> be more forgiving it's I mean, good that on. they were able to see that racism really uh it's a construct it's a social all construct. lives matter you guys yeah <laughs> anyway that's it and they ended the news like and that's it today for cbs news like oh motherfuckers that was your heartwarming story come on you guys yeah fuck you his life was still affected what about that is missing in this whole argument i don't care if he forgave him or not that's irrelevant to me you fucking affected his life and only got goddamn 18 months not only for him but for other people also that you did this to it's a systemic problem but they're best friends now karen i don't care how good they're best friends i wouldn't care if they were sleeping together that has zero to do with the construct of what he did to him (sighs) all right Let's play our other game. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Chris Lambert, from the Mundane Festival podcast to guess the race. And the chat room plays along. The chat room's racist. 
not as racist as that cop but racist <laughs> a south carolina woman allegedly set a, her sleeping husband on fire oh shit mm-hmm. yep it happens a south carolina woman has been charged with attempted murder after allegedly trying to kill her husband by setting him on fire while he was sleeping in addition to the attempted murder charge lashawn stevens hardy 44 is also facing a second degree arson charge the victim who remains unidentified reportedly told union county sheriff's deputies that hardy poured gasoline on him while he was sleeping before setting him on fire he was flown to the georgia hospital to be treated for second degree burns on his back and neck uh it's not clear whether or not she has an attorney uh, <clears throat> guess the race of LaShawn Stevens Hardy. Black. Black, all right. I feel like if she would have had that vibrator, uh, she would have done this. Right. She, she messed with that red flame, ain't she? That was her, <laughs> she, that was her not gonna cry moment. Yeah. So, yeah, she was, she was black. And Karen is red flower. Oh, red flower. My yeah. bad. The red flower. I already tanked that. <laughs> Just saw it last night. Uh, Chris, have you seen, uh, Jungle Book yet? no is it good it's great mm-hmm. it's great it's very good movie i just oh my god i guess uh. i know right i'm sorry i wish i could tell you it sucked too but it wasn't Mm-mm. uh the chat room says hmm black 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 woman with that fire emoji pussy space oh. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that was an emoji space uh spider white a black woman who uh black woman wouldn't have waited until he was asleep ha oh <laughs> <laughs> like them hot grits uh playing when a woman's fed up the whole time black yep. <laughs> started the fire using menthol cigarette Aww. and similar to what happened to my uncle black the correct answer is and uh most of you got it right black that woman's fed up uh person that was the best description better way better than not gonna cry like i i just picture angela bassett walking out of that <laughs> so waiting to exhale like lighting everything she lit the closet on fire right yeah uh wasn't it the, the clo- clothes his clothes in the car. His yeah on the car yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah. So um, I was thinking left eye and angela bassett kind of <laughs> and of course some people missed it <laughs> all right um now let's go to the bonus round which is brought to you by bevel mm-hmm uh bevel has a special deal right now you know as the first and only shaving system design specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game get rid of your razor bumps go to getbevel.com and use code free tbgwt to get your first month free they're trying to hook you up okay get out of your own way and help yourself get clearer smoother skin the starter kit comes with a safety razor shaving brush blades priming oil shaving cream and a cool restoring bomb so please check it out upgrade your shave routine at getbevel.com and use code free tbg wd to do so all right now let's go to the bonus round let's see oh wait i didn't even play the bonus round music that's uh let's here we go double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right bonus round against the race so far which is one for one but now it's time for the bonus round things get a little more high stakes let's see if he can make it a perfect day uh a man was arrested in corralville for masturbating during a megabus trip oh shit Mm mm-hmm 
Mm. Police were called to the Coralville uh, or Coralville bus station for an uh, arriving bus for a man who was allegedly exposing his penis to a female passenger, according to a complaint. Uh, the 41-year-old Telly Shadell Corey of Tennessee was arrested on uh, Sunday, April 10th, and charged with indecent exposure. According to the complaint, Corey played with his penis in his sweatpants before exposing it and masturbating for up to three hours. Holy what? shit! I guess he needs that vibrator. Apparently so. Because he thought the female victim was enjoying it is why he did it for three hours. Ooh. After being read his Miranda rights, <laughs> after being read his Miranda rights, Corey admitted to the act because he thought since the victim didn't say anything to him, she was enjoying it. No, she's just fucking scared. It's like a free show, you know. It's like it's like a, the, they have an in-flight movie. She got some in-flight masturbation um guess the race chris ah the name the first name is telly mm-hmm. t-e-l-l-y and the middle name is what shadell s-h-a-d-e-l-l see that seems black to me mm-hmm. but telly's like a white name too so mm-hmm. ooh, wasn't a character named telly on kids or some shit on um, the wire i don't know i'm gonna do named telly savalas that's yeah, only, that's the only Telly I know. Um, the chat room probably knows, but I would say um, I'm going to say black. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. White. This is some tantric sheet harassment. White. He must have had some good lotion. Black. <laughs> <laughs> the real story here is how she he forgave the woman victim and the cops. <laughs> Whiter than the cast of upcoming Ghost in the Shell movie. Oh. Aww. Corey meets world white whiter than the baby batter he shot on the cops when they arrested him uh thought his dick shot cocoa butter black uh the correct answer is he was black all right and of course uh i think some people said white And now it's time for sore ratchetness. <laughs> I like how it goes on a little too. <laughs> I always like that. It's like 12 seconds too long too. <laughs> fucks you up too uh that's my uh, favorite part about that is that it's so awkwardly long you just have to wait through the whole thing um a man is charged with threatening his son with a sword oh shit okay the carter county sheriff's department arrested a man thursday after the officer said he threatened his son with a sword maurice montel mcdowell guessed the race black mm-hmm. 46 years old was charged with two counts of aggravated assault and one count of unlawfully carrying a weapon uh lieutenant jeff marklin responded to a domestic disturbance calling mcdowell's residence at 11 p.m uh well it's good of him to go to the uh golden they had to go to arches but the mcdowell's have uh <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit uh wednesday upon, upon arrival marklin talked to with mcdowell's son markeith mitchell 
uh also of 145 rosewood circle oh they lived on rosewood damn that's a black ass story he told Marklin ah. his father threatened him with a firearm and a sword Marklin then spoke with mcdowell who admitted he pulled a sword on his son but not a gun uh marklin you're acting like i pulled a gun on him yeah <laughs> the boy gonna learn stay out of my orange juice <laughs> um so uh yeah he said hey it wasn't a gun marklin arrested mcdowell and received permission from mitchell to search the residence marklin said he found a sword and a 20 gauge single barrel shotgun beside oh, mcdowell's bed uh there was on there was one round in the shotgun mcdowell is scheduled to uh, to answer the charges on may 10th so there you go guys uh chris man where uh where can people catch you you can catch me at chris lamberth.com chris lamberth on instagram and uh twitter i'm on facebook uh all my podcast mundane festival and a big show announcement i'm gonna be at the at proctor's theater in the under the underground room because i'm black and uh uh-huh. it's gonna be on april 23rd and i'm headlining and ray sonny a friend of the podcast is opening for me and i'm uh, really excited about that i'm gonna i'm gonna give him everything i got young that's all that's all I, you know if you if you in the now i gotta get real pg on him if you in if you in if you're in the capital region of albany and schenectady come come to that show it's gonna be a lot of fun that's what i'm talking about man uh and i love that you uh you mean just like you attacked the rap at the beginning of this show i feel like you're gonna you're gonna give everybody the the, a great show uh, um whenever you're headlining man i know you're gonna drive all the way up there playing this joint (laughs) chris gonna be in that bathroom man looking in the mirror with that hoodie on yeah man ready to kill these folks like i dude i just feel like like honestly like i'm not I, sometimes you gotta size yourself but like i i got i feel like in in my career i feel like i'm turning a corner like i'm noticing like the incremental progress and i'm starting to i'm starting to like put some real shit together and it's and it's and real you know just really uh having a good time and enjoying it man so i, I think it's i think everybody's gonna be in for a good show the people that come out i saw you and ray sonny were on the bill together the other day mm-hmm. yeah she's op- she's love- opening and I, i'm i'm excited like she yeah i love me some ray sonny yeah she's she's terrific and she was on the two dope queens podcast mm-hmm. um so she has a set on there and um yeah so she's she's uh she's really funny and and i'm i'm just excited i'm excited for the opportunity and I think they. I'm, I'm gonna give them some some real shit, young. You know what I'm saying? They going they gonna have a good time. It's gonna be fun. Jokes and jokes and jokes and jokes. <laughs> yeah, man. Spaghetti, spaghetti. I get. And you guys, I'm not. I shouldn't even say. I'll tell you maybe after we cut it off. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. But if you like, I, there is a there is a bonus. There's a bonus episode of my podcast. Uh, it's a it's a show that I did called low standards where you go on you do you do a stand-up set and then you talk about a movie that's pretty much your guilty pleasure mm-hmm. and i chose bring it on and you kind of do like a <laughs> ted talk about the movie yeah but if you listen to that you like there's a bonus of i, I posted my appearance on that show so i just recorded it with my uh recorder and there's a bit that i guess that you guys that you rod i guess pretty much inspired about oh. like a Bernie Sanders 
and uh so it's it's so it's a little nugget that you guys inspire i'll tell you guys after but if you listen to that you'll 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 get to hear me do a a stand-up set as i was like working towards being in this festival oh uh, uh, i de- i definitely will listen to it um yeah. for sure man and of course uh our sponsors shadow dog productions and uh bevel uh make sure you support them uh code free tbgwt we'll be back tomorrow at 5 30 i guess will be mike brown from the comedy outliers and of course um he has his own web series that's coming back out uh can't stop won't stop um so uh can't wait to to talk to him and like i said tuesday we should have stephanie on from ballalert.com you guys may know her as 11 8 so uh yeah we just keep grinding dog we'll be back tomorrow until then love you i love you too